this little bar and uh, I'm there and I end up meeting this French guy, this friend, he's like French and he was, he knew how to speak English, which is rare. And uh, so we start chatting and, and he was asking me about Australia and I was asking him about Paris and France. And then he asked me, he's like, oh, Elena, do you, uh, do you speak French? And I don't know why I answered it this way, but I was like, oh yeah, I understand more than I can speak. Anyone use that bullshit line before, right? <laughs> Because I'm Australian, I barely speak English properly, okay? And so we're there and uh, we keep chatting. And it got to that point of the night where we were so drunk and we needed to get food. And he was like, oh, Elena, why don't you uh, come back to my place and I will cook you some food? And I was like, fuck yes. Because at least if I don't get sex, at least I get food and I'm very happy with that, right, guys? Because I'm also at that age where, like, food over sex, you know, like, food... Like, food is so much better than, like, so much better than sex, guys. So much better. Because it's, like, same mouth action, guaranteed satisfaction. (laughs) So we go back to his place, but I didn't realize what I did. I'm trying to be, like, all sexy and stuff, and we didn't realize that in Paris they don't believe in elevators, and he was on the fifth floor. So I'm trying to be sexy, keep up the conversation whilst climbing five flights of stairs. And I was there, and I was like... (laughs) He's like, are you okay? And I was like... Yeah, just fat, okay, right? <laughs> so we get up into his, uh, into his apartment and I get in there and he's like, Elena, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. And I was like, perfect. Because ladies, you know at this point, you know you have at least 30 seconds to find out as much about this guy as you possibly can <laughs> to make sure you're not going home in a body bag, right? You start opening all the drawers like, dun, like Mission Impossible, like dun, 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 right? Start Googling the creams on his bedside table. I'm like, is that herpes cream? What is that? I don't know, right? So I'm there, and, uh, and then we go in, he's like, Elena, let's, uh, let's make some food in the kitchen. And I'm thinking like, okay, this guy's gonna make some pasta, it'll be fine, but no, 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 no. This guy is like fucking the chef. He brings out like, he brings out the salmon fillets, the cheese sauce, the salad, the potatoes, and I was like, fucking jackpot, right? <laughs> so he starts cooking and he's like, Elena, why don't uh, you do the salads, right? And he hands me the salad bag. And I'm like, okay, and so I go to wash it. I go to wash the salad bag. He's like, no, no, no. Elena, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm just like, washing the salad and he's like I thought you I thought you spoke French it says on the bag here you don't need to wash because it's already pre-washed and I was like oh and then I needed to think of an excuse and I was like oh um yeah no you have to wash the bags like even though it says it's washed you still need to wash it because in that bag there's like bits of dirt and in that dirt there's like feces and shit like shit in the shit dirt feces and then you eat that shit dirt feces and you get e coli and you die right he's like what do you mean and i'm like oh e coli it's like a bacterial infection you eat like from the shit and the the shit dirt in the bag and the salad and i'm like i'm fucking washing the salad okay (laughs) so i wash the salad right and then uh, he says to me he's like okay elena the salmon is in the oven let's go to the boudoir and I was like, boudoir, I know that word. <laughs> so we go into the boudoir, right? We're there and then we, we start, and then he stops speaking in English. He goes from English to French and doesn't speak another word of English again. And that's when shit went fucked. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm thinking like, we're just gonna have a quickie, we're gonna do this thing, it's gonna be great. But no, 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 he stares at me into my eyes and he looks so beautiful, he's so lovingly. And he's like, Elena, tu vous la faire peu derrière. I was trying to decipher what he said. Because I was thinking like, okay, he's saying like, you have a nice ass, right? And I replied, oui, oui, right? Now, what he was actually asking was, can I eat your ass? Because French guys like to eat things that we don't, right? So he goes around the back door like, bonsoir, and... 
Doggy's going in for Doggy Style, right? Because I fucking love Doggy Style. Doggy Style's a great position. I'll tell you why, because it tells me the sex is nearly over. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, you know what I'm talking about there. You're like, oh, thank God I got shit to do tomorrow. Let's get this over and done with. Yes. I want to Netflix and sleep. Legitimately, right? I love this part of the show because all the guys are looking around like, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> Guaranteed, guys, next time, look at her face. She's looking at those sheets, making sure they're clean. Yeah, right? I'm not blonde, who says that? <laughs> so I'm thinking like doggy style, right? He's going around there, great, right? But no, 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 He starts going in there with his mouth, right? Starts going in for a nibble, like, mm, like he's nibbling on a French croissant. Mm. Now, I don't know if anyone here in this room has ever had a tongue in their asshole before. <laughs> Sorry, it's Portland, so all of you. Uh, cultural experience, isn't it? I did not read this on TripAdvisor, no. Five stars, right? So he goes back in for another nibble, he's going there, he's nibbling away, and then everything goes silent, and he goes like this, he goes. Our father who art in heaven. spits on their food and then eats it again. <laughs> so he's in there and he's like, mm -hmm, all right. And then he starts speaking in French again, right? He starts speaking in French. Now, for those of you who speak French, I'll try my best with the pronunciation, but it went a little bit like this. Hang on. <clears throat> Just have to get into position here. <laughs> so, yeah, that's about it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I just love doing those noises to fuck with you guys. It's like, Anyway, okay, here we go. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, dude, you're talking to the wrong hole, okay? It's good to this way. And he's like, oh, sorry, Elena, Elena. Your asshole, it tastes like. And I'm like, no. You do not get to describe the flavor of that right now, right? other fucked up shit, I was like, fuck, I ate peanuts today. <laughs> what if this guy's allergic to peanuts? And then he dies of an anaphylactic fit, I get charged with his murder. And I have to go to the courtroom and the guy's like, Elena, where did you get the peanuts from? I have to mind that like a French mind, like my asshole. <laughs> Try explaining that in bad French slash English, right? Anyway, he flips me over, right? He flips me over. Comes up. Comes up and, uh, and wants to kiss me, right? He comes up and wants to kiss me, and I'm like... Oh. And I was like, Pierre, uh, that... That's how people die of E. coli, okay? <laughs> Thank you.
not a test. This is rock and roll. The Unmasked Show. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. This is Bud Hole from the Mighty Mighty Grouse Bears, and you're listening to the Liam Burke Podcast. show with uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. We always play that every year. Carol of the Bells. I'm going to play some of the comedy songs and I may play them a couple of times over the next few weeks as well. Um, and before that we had uh, Elena Gabrielle with first time dating a French guy. And I didn't think it was going to be as bad as that but it, it uh, you know, it, it was. <laughs> but I've got another song later on that might even be uh, topping that. So 
Uh, stick around to find out what's going on. Yes, um, it's a cold, cold December. And we're into the full swing of Christmas now. And it's great. I've done a couple of Santis already I'm as I'm being Santi. And it's fantastic. It's been a bit uh, hectic, but also fantastic. But it's, yeah, it's great. It's cold, but uh, I believe next week we're picking up again. So it's we've had a week of frost and we don't know what to do with it. And that's just what people are worried about at the minute. Anyway, I hope you're having a great December. I hope everything's going well. I hope you're well fed, you're well watered, and you're going to stick around here for the next hour. Now, I've got a great track from an album that's coming up. Uh, my old friend Tommy Kelly, he uh, is doing an album. And the album is going to be called, I think, Haunted. But... This is the title track of the album, and it is called Haunted by Mr. Tommy Kelly. Yeah. 
you wonderful listeners a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year from a very cold and snowy England. May your stockings be full of presents and not varicose veins. Well, Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. From Robbie Sandrin, all God bless. Hi, this is Paul Flynn from the Puppet Manus Band. Have a rockin' Christmas and a stompin' New Year. Merry Christmas, everybody, and to all a happy New Year. Especially to all those Pat McManus fans out there. I'm really looking forward to seeing you all next year at Pat. Hey, Liam, Terry Ferguson here, in the middle of the Gobi Desert of Mongolia, wishing you and all your listeners a very happy Christmas and a happy New Year. Keep on rocking in the free world. Yeah, there you go. That was Tommy's uh, track. It's an absolute cracky track. Check out the video. It's so... Uh, he just finds these... I love the places he finds, and it seems to be just very close to him, because I asked him about where that uh, was filmed, and he said just in a, a local area near to where he lives, and it's just phenomenal, because you wouldn't... You would never in a million years pick it out where it is. Check out the video. It's on YouTube. It's uh, Tommy Kelly, T-O-M-M-I-E, K-E-L-L-Y, uh, and Haunted uh, absolute cracking track and you really want to see the video it has to go with it it's fantastic as well now you've got to play this as well because this is the Christmas time I want a hippopotamus for Christmas only a hippopotamus will do don't want a dog no dinky tinker toy Hippopotamus to play with and enjoy I want a hippopotamus for Christmas I don't think Santa Claus will mind you He won't have to use a dirty chimney flue Just bring him through the front door That's the easy thing to do I can see me now on Christmas morning Creeping down the I only like hippopotamuses 
Yeah, there you go. I had to play that. I play that every year, and it's another. It's another one of them tracks that uh, what do you call it? Jerry Ryan, who I used to listen to, um, always played at Christmas time, and I want to play it as well. There's loads more still to come. This one. Uh, I seen Tommy, just speaking of Tommy Kelly, I seen the other night he was at a gig in Dublin. And Tommy doesn't go to too much nowadays, but he went to these CDs and it's the darkness. And here is Christmas time. Yeah, there you go, the darkness and Christmas time. Now, you know, the last couple of weeks we've been playing uh, an album, 
by Mr. Jim Bates called Out on a Limb. And I have a couple of tracks to play this week for you. And here is another track from the album. It is called Tumbleweed from Out on a Limb by Mr. Jim Bates. from the album Out on a Limb. It's on Spotify. Do yourself a favour, go check it out. Fantastic album. Uh, and I'll have another track from that later on in the show. Now, I want to play this for you. I was stumbling across some of the stuff, as I normally do, on uh, on the, the Instagram, and it comes up. And this one came up. There's a lot of stuff. You have to actually, uh, to prove your age, 
listening to some of the stuff on YouTube, and this one came up. <laughs> this is a uh, Wheeler Walker Jr. with Sniffers Row. Yeah, I did warn you a bit about that one. 
<laughs> it's Wheeler, Walker Jr. and Sniffers Row. There's loads more beside that on uh, uh, YouTube. I don't know how I came across it, but I did. Anyway, <laughs> here's another Christmassy song, and it's Jonah Louie. Churchill comes over here to say we're doing splendidly But it's very cold out here in the snow Marching to and from the enemy Oh, I say it's tough, I have had enough Can you stop the cavalry? There you go, Jonah Louie, another favourite of mine around the Christmas time, and stop the cavalry. Now, uh, <coughs> excuse me, we're going to have some more comedy. I had to do a little bit of cough there. But check out, uh, don't forget to check out Wheeler Walker. It's Wheeler Walker Jr., he's fantastic. This time around, I've got uh, Jen Kirkman with describing her first horny date after divorce. A story about the first date I went on after my divorce. When I say divorce, I mean separation. I mean, the day that you and your partner shut the door and one of you is in the apartment and the other is on the other side looking for somewhere to live, that that day that it's over is not actually divorce, but that's the day it's over, right? I went on a date two days after that day. And I felt judged by my married friends, but they didn't understand 
how horny I was. <laughs> because I don't think people understand when you get divorced, you probably haven't been having sex. It's not like, oh my God, we're fucking all the time in this thing of not liking each other. In this home we've built where we despise each other, we fuck all the time. That's not happening. But it feels weird because someone's in your bed and you should be with them, but you're not. So your body is very confused. It's not the same as single horniness. Single horniness is quaint that you even would complain about being horny when you're single. You're like, oh, I'm kind of horny. Should I call an old friend or maybe get a pizza or just fall asleep? <laughs> Divorce horniness needs to be taken care of right away because your body starts going into heat like an animal. So the minute that door shuts, you're not in control anymore and your body's just like, ah! Like my body was just like, I was just following it. It was trying to sit on fire hydrants and stuff. I was like, body, stop it. It was like, ah! Like, it was going nuts, you know? It's like if you have to get in the house really fast and you have to pee and your body thinks you're home and you're like, don't wet your pants, body! You know, it's that. So I was like, oh my God, I didn't know the horniness of a divorced person. So I went out to see a band play, which is something I never did when I was married. And I went to, you know, talk to the drummer after. I thought he was cute. Now, I wasn't thinking about how old I was as opposed to how old he was. And that's where the story gets... Sad. As I was 37, he was 20. Yes, I was a cougar for one night. Don't woo. It's not good. It's not a good thing. See, I was a cougar back when Demi Moore and Ashton were still happy. And so I thought it was cool, too. Yeah, older women getting some... No. The reason she lost her mind and had to go to rehab for being 50 was because when you're dating a hot young guy, he's hot and young, and he doesn't have to work at it. So he gets to, you know, run around throwing frisbees and whatever young people do all day. And if you're older, you have to sit at home going, don't eat anything! Like, it's, it's a lot of pressure. And that's why they had to send Demi Moore to jail, because she lost it. But I was still buying into the myth that being a cougar was cool at this point. Now, let me tell you something. Now I don't think it's cool. There's no word for a man who's in his 40s and dates someone younger. That's just called a man, right? <laughs> Sometimes silver fox. That's kind of a cool-sounding thing. <laughs> cougar doesn't sound that cool. Cougar doesn't sound cool like a lion or a tiger, like, rah! A cougar, to me, sounds like an old woman in the woods in a spotted coat. Oh, I hope someone comes by. It's sad. Don't look up to me with this story, but learn from it. So I talked to this kid. Now, I don't realize he's 20. I don't realize I'm 37. I hadn't been single since I was 27, so I'm still at that age in my mind. So he asks me out for the next night. My body's like, and I'm like, come on, buddy. We can make it one more night. It's fine. So I say, yes. I get home. My friend says to me, you know that guy was 20, right? I'm like, eh, who cares? I'm a cougar. This is cool. So he texts me the next night. He's supposed to come get me. And he says, I can't come get you. My car broke down. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm such an old loser. Like, he doesn't want to hang out. He's blowing me off. I've never texted with a 20-year-old. 
except for my nephew. So I don't know what to say to these kids. And so I was like, well, maybe he'll like the same things my nephew does. And I'm like, do you need money for college books? Like, I don't know. (laughs) He goes, no, no, I really still want to hang out. I really just can't drive. My car broke down. So I went to get him. Now, it turns out his car didn't really break down. His car ran out of gas because his bank account ran out of money. So no problem. I go get him. But here's the thing. My life is in transition. I'm moving things. I got furniture in the front seat. I can't move it. So I pick him up at the gas station like some bad mother who just lets her kid hang out. I saw the other mothers looking at me like, oh, you let your son just hang out at a gas station all night? I'm like, hey, he's not my son. I'm going to fuck him. You know. Hello, you're listening to the Lean Brook Radio Show. This is Mickey Duffy. I'd like to wish all my friends and family a very happy Christmas, wherever you are. Happy Christmas, Liam. And all our rock and roll brothers and sisters from Franklin Wayne Foggy. See you all in the new year in Rock Reed Trust. This is Evie Diamond from Battle Creek, Michigan. I would like to wish my son Liam Burke and all who listen to the podcast a very Merry Christmas and a happy, healthy, positive Merry Christmas from the Brandons from McDonough, Georgia. Oh, and Liam, I heard from one of Santa's elves, and they have a switch with your name on it. Hi, this is Paul McCann, wishing Liam Burke and all the listeners out there a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Des Murphy here, up in Monaghan. Thanks a million for playing my tunes on your radio show. Really appreciate it. Appreciate the publicity. Thank you. Uh, Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas! Oh, please, God, wake me. 
Yeah, there you go. That was uh, Metallica and one on the Lean Book Show. Now, I, don't, I did, 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 did promise you I'll play another one. Well, I didn't promise you. I said I'm going to play another one. Here is another uh, Wheeler Walker uh, Junior track, and it's called Credit Cards. Swat, swat, swat. Girl, you gotta bounce, bounce, 
There you go. Uh, Wheeler Walker Jr. credit card. And now, it is parental guidance, so <laughs> just check it out. And don't say I didn't warn you in the first place. But I do like, <laughs> like he's a bit like, ah, uh, oh, sugar. It's gone out of my head who he is. But anyway, check it out. Uh, I, I have to say, I got a laugh out of it. So I hope you will too. Now, a couple more tracks before we finish. What have we got here? Oh, yeah, I want to play another one here from Mr. Jim Bates. And this one is from the album Out in the Limb. It's called Snake Train.
There you go. Check it out on Spotify. Out on a Limb is the album. Jim Bates is the name. And that's Snake Train. Go check it out. Do yourself a great favour. Um, it's a fantastic album. Fantastic album. And I forgot to put this in here. Just let me do this for a second. Oh, uh, <laughs> of course. I didn't switch it on. I got, I got. You know these things. I meant to do this when it came out of that song. Here we go. <laughs> Christmas to all of Liam's listeners from Tony and Park and Martin from Melton Pot. Have a cool Yule, guys. See ya. Now there you go. You don't get too often that you can get Des Murphy, Paul McCann and Tony uh, Tony Smith and actually and Jim Bates on the one show. There you go. I love it. Love it. Uh, coming toward the end of the show anyway, I have one more track to play and I was just flicking through um, the TV the other night and um, The Hangover Part 2 came on. And when The Hangover Part 2 came on, uh, I, what do you call it, um, this song came up, and I just, yeah, I'm, I'm going to play it again. And here it is. I'm going to sign off. Liam Burke sign off for the Liam Burke Show. Till next week, stay safe, mind yourself, and don't forget, if you want to leave a voice message, do, and I'll play it on the show. Here is Billy Joel, the Down Easter Alexa. Till next week, Liam Burke signing off on the Liam Burke Show. Take care.
beautiful.